And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Steven Sklansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Sklansky. And this week, we're going to get some guns. We need some guns up in this house. Well, you know, to, to protect ourselves from the rioters who aren't really rioting anymore. I know. I mean, I, I wasn't <laughs> thinking that. I just wanted something to open up my beer cans. That's what, I, that's what your finger is for. Oh. Damn it. Homer teaching me things I shouldn't know. Unbelievable. I, but uh but guns, guns uh this is an interesting episode. <laughs> like it, it is I, an interesting episode. I mean as as we do on our Simpsons podcast, obviously we're not gonna try to get too political on yeah. anything that we talk about. We're gonna keep it light and fun like we always do. Um but yeah, gun ownership in America is uh is interesting. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, the only gun I own is an airsoft gun and I bought it back in college cause we played airsoft. Mm-hmm. Well, originally it was, I wanted to get a paintball gun, but then I learned paintball guns are too fucking expensive. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm and, surprised you were able to afford an airsoft gun. Those aren't exactly cheap either. I didn't get a CO2 one. I got a oh. spring loaded which I mean, still fucking hurts. But I mean, I had so I also had an airsoft gun. I got rid of it years ago, but it was originally bought specifically for a Halloween costume. Oh, why didn't you just get a plastic one from a <laughs> from a like a Halloween store or something? Because these were more realistic, and they oh, were like, I think sure. they were only like fifteen bucks. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I used the airsoft. I mean, we, play, we played airsoft in college. I kept it. I mean, it's just sitting in a closet with a uh, uh, bullet still in the chamber. Um, Never have your gun loaded. I know. No, no, no. It's way up high in my closet, far away from prying hands. So. Yeah, probably a um, good idea. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably eventually get rid of it at some point, but uh, it's kind of fun just to have around. Yeah. So, uh, so this week we're going to be discussing season nine, episode five, the cartridge family. <laughs> I, I mean, interesting title. I love the cartridge, like a gun cartridge, I guess, even yeah. though that's called a clip. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when I read this title, I was for the life of me trying to think what cartridge, because all I could think of is what the reference was too why they named it this because it was a reference and they'll let you say it but like yep. cartridge cartridge why does that sound that that the word sounds so familiar yeah but it's a reference to the partridge family yeah uh it's a tv show from the 1970s yeah um, so the weird thing is okay so the only problem i have with the reference is the partridge family just sang everything they were a variety show yeah well, I mean, this was more just a, um, this was more just a play on words, I think, than I anything else. I don't think he was referencing the actual show. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, air date, November 2nd, 1997. Uh, recap, a riot leads Homer to buy a gun to protect his family. Marge makes him promise to get rid of it. Yeah. Uh, pretty basic. Yeah, pretty pretty basic recap there. Nothing, Nothing too crazy. Too yeah, um, we get a full intro this week. Um, kind of cool. Um, 
haven't seen that since last uh, last week was last week a full no last uh, week treehouse i think full was episode three i think we got a full one there too yeah i think there was one i think maybe the principal no i think lisa sacks was lisa uh, sacks was a full yeah yeah um chalkboard everyone is tired of that richard gear story so for <laughs> any of our young listeners out there and i've heard this story before steve i don't know if you've you've ever heard of this before um some people claim that sylvester stallone started this rumor he denies it because him and richard gear were doing a film together and they just did not get along but in the mid-80s, a rumor started that Richard Gere stuck a gerbil up his butt. That's probably where uh, where uh, Mr. Slave got the idea to stick a I believe that's what it, that's butt. what South Park was referencing yeah. when they did that. So, uh, but the Simpsons did it first, right here. They referenced well, actually, it first. Well, according to the rumor, Richard Gere did it first. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and I, no, I, again, the... it's a rumor. There's no proof. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he'll take it to his grave, and then during his autopsy, we'll find the dead gerbil. No, I'm uh, just I, I'd have, I, look, if somebody were to have, apparently there is a thing called gerbling, it's a, oh, but, but there's no <laughs> recorded instances of somebody actually doing it, but that's what the act is called if you would, but I'd assume if you did stick a gerbil up your butt, it would eventually, obviously, die because it'd suffocate, but you'd probably just poop it out. Would be my guess. Oh, yeah, probably. So our couch gag this week. The seat cushions of the couch have been replaced with a pool of water. And the family rushes in, each with their rear end on fire, and immediately sits in the pool, extinguishing the flames. And they all sigh in relief. I've never lit my butt on fire. No, but I wonder who filled the couch with water. Maybe Homer realized that they were doing something dangerous. It was like, you know what? We might need to have a couch full of water, just in case. I mean, I think it's just a joke. Sure. <laughs> just in case. Uh, all right. So, our episode this week starts off with a guy on the television grilling a soccer ball, as one does. <laughs> and he's like, all right, everyone open wide for some soccer, because he's going to feed us the soccer ball. Um. And the TV announcer hypes up uh, soccer by saying the Continental Soccer Association is coming to Springfield. It's all here. Fast kicking, low scoring, and ties. You bet. (laughs) Which, yeah, I mean, like. We've all seen the World Cup. There's a lot of ties and low scores. No, no, there's no ties because they do penalty shots. No, that's in the finals. In the opening rounds, there's always ties. No, I'm pretty sure. Oh, in the opening this. rounds, there's always ties. They don't get to shootouts till like the semifinals and finals, no. or the elimination rounds. Sorry. Oh yeah, no. Well, yeah, the elimination rounds. So, uh, but yeah, we both played soccer. I mean, I've been in high scoring games. I've been in low scoring games. I don't. Yeah, but I, I feel like the difference between uh, kid soccer and high school soccer and professional soccer is as kids. Our goal is to score. Like, it really is. We're not out there. Yeah, we're passing and, and doing what we do. Yeah, but you never, but you didn't play till high school. I was the one that played soccer all the way from like five until I was Yeah, but 18. I was a ref, but I was a referee since I was 12. So yeah. I got to yeah. see a lot of soccer. And but kids? No, because no, we still practice. I mean, 
I we practice once a week. No, I'm just Some, saying that the kids wanted to score. They didn't well, yeah. care so much about. They just got the ball upfield and tried to score like that. That's why there was probably a lot of more high scoring where it seems like adult no, soccer. No, there was defense. Maybe, but you look at today's soccer. They well, they, they just pass the ball around. They're like, why aren't go for the net? Shoot! Like it's like when we watch hockey. Like shoot the damn puck. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like like it's like just shoot the ball at the net. Let let the goalie do something. Like I love watching like the saves, like the save yeah. count at the end of soccer game, like World Cup soccer games. Goalie made like three saves. I'm like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. I'm sure that guy was bored all game for 90 minutes. Yeah. That guy just stood around and did nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, soccer, I mean, yeah, soccer and hockey are pretty similar in the way, like, the games are played. Obviously, soccer, or not soccer, hockey, there is more shooting. More uh, shooting. Oh. I mean, but there's also more, well, I guess soccer does have aggressiveness, but you see it more often. In a 90-minute Soccer game. Well, also, you, see a you few also have slides to remember, and you also have to remember in professional soccer, those fields are huge. Oh yeah, they're the they're 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 about the size of a football field. Yeah, that's pretty big for soccer, even with yep. a, eleven men on each side. I mean, it's so. I mean, I get it, but yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, Bart asked Homer why Homer has never taken them <laughs> to see a soccer game, so Bart got hyped by this commercial and Homer's like, I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, now apparently he's like, oh, like well, yeah, why haven't we got soccer games? Yeah. Soccer looks so, amazing. So here's my thing. I, I, as I just previously stated, I played soccer from about five until 18, maybe six. I love playing soccer. Hate watching it. Hate it. It's too boring. <laughs> Yep, I don't. It's just I can't watch. The, I mean, I will I'll watch the World Cup a little bit, and like the Women's World Cup, but like I just no. Maybe I, like maybe I'd like to go to a game, but like watching on TV, nah. Yep. Um. So the announcer tells the people watching, uh, which soccer players are going to be there, and he announces just a bunch of random names that. Sound yeah, but I familiar. love like the first name. He's like Alabajara and yeah. Alabajara too. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, there's a second one. Yeah, they're just all like random made up names, and and Homer's like, I don't know any of those players. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I can maybe name one professional male. Yep, soccer and we'll player. hear his name in just a minute. No, we won't. Yeah, at the game. We'll, we'll hear the one soccer player that everyone knows in just a minute. No, I was going to say Lionel Messi. Oh, I don't know who that is. I know I know who the Simpsons say. Oh, I guess I should have said active. Oh. Because <laughs> he still plays. And okay. I guess Ronaldo, so two. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't know. And then the announcer's like, and they'll be signing autographs. And Homer's like, woohoo! Because who doesn't love autographs? Yeah. From athletes uh and the matchup will determine which country is the best on earth at soccer <laughs> mexico or portugal i think i think there's a lot of countries who would argue they're better at soccer hence why we do the world cup every four years yep dude every country says they're better except you well i guess usa is no. starting to say they're a little bit better uh i can't remember the last time the usa made it out of the round of 16 i think it was 
like 2004. Yeah. It's been I mean, a while, I think. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the women's team is always really good. I, they might be on a bit of a downturn because all their better players are older. So, uh, Bart and Lisa excitedly ask Homer if they can go. They're like, can we go, Dad? Can we go? Can we go? And they're like, and Homer's like, yes. Oh, God, yes. So, like, <laughs> this commercial hyped up the Simpsons to go to a soccer match. Um, they hyped, I they really, hyped up everyone. I will town. Say, yeah, I will say I was a little disappointed because um, I had to work. Unfortunately, it didn't rain. I think they cut the game short. But there was an exhibition at Lambeau Field between uh, two of the, like, the Premier League teams. That's the, the league, the, what they call the, the league. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't go, but I heard it was a great time. That I would have loved to have gone to because it's like professional soccer. Um, so now we go to Springfield Stadium. And the sign out front says, tonight, uh, tonight soccer. Tomorrow, Monsters of Poetry. <laughs> so is that like okay. Frankenstein reading poetry? Maybe. Okay. Um, and so we see the Simpsons sitting in the stands. And Homer's like, I'll kill myself if Portugal doesn't win. Did he, like, bet on the game? <laughs> no, I think maybe, maybe he was just doing some research and just became yeah. a Portugal fan or something. Uh, and Marge is like... It's hard to believe this used to be an internment camp. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Only in Springfield. Yeah. In so, Germany. So now we see uh, the stadium paella vendor, because apparently that's something they would serve at a soccer game. I, I Probably I in Portugal. Portugal, Mexico. Yeah. I bet paella yeah. is. Well, remember, like. I, I feel like, okay, soccer has been big in the United States, but I don't think yeah. it got, like, really, like, big. Like, MLS soccer big in the last maybe 10 years. Yeah. I mean, I know Minnesota has a team. Finally, uh, yeah, we finally got one, yeah. Wisconsin will never get a team. I don't think they want. Dude, we have an ultimate Frisbee team in, in Wisconsin before a soccer team. Yeah, no, it's weird. Like, <laughs> soccer has gotten much more popular, I think, within the last 10 years. At least here in America. Well, I mean, yeah. soccer is the most popular sport in the world. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, taking, taking you know, into consideration that, you know, England is nothing but soccer. And, mm -hmm. you know, Italy and Spain and, you know, all the European countries. Not so much Asia. I don't know if Asian countries, it's as big. Popular. But I know, like, Africa's teams are, oh, yeah. you know, are big. Mexico and South America, like. Well, and that's to be fair, where, like, I mean, and to be fair, in a lot of these, not like necessarily European countries, but like Africa and South America, and you know, there there are some poorer nations within those countries or on those continents, and so soccer is such an easy game to start up, and and like all, the only equipment you really need for soccer is, is a ball. soccer ball. Yep, like. So, I mean, obviously, eventually you'll need cleats and shin guards, but, you know, really, to, to play soccer, all you need is a ball. So, that's probably, I think that is one of the biggest reasons why it's more popular in those countries. Yeah. Um, so, Bart gets some paella, and dude, this paella vendor, he chucks the bowl at Bart, and Bart catches it. Not a drop spilled. I know. He, he's got all that, <laughs> he's got all that paella, man. Uh, so Lisa's like, look, it's Pele, which is the one soccer player that Steve knows. Yep. Uh, 
Well, remember, 1997, soccer around the world, once again, not that big, but Pele was such a, like, insane soccer player that his name became, like, synonymous with soccer. Yeah. Um, So Pele advertises Crestfield Wax Paper, (laughs) and then is handed a bag of money. That's it. That's all he was there there for. for the money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So the game starts. And, you know, the fans are cheering because, you know, soccer and stuff and things are going on. And the players are passing the ball around. And the fans are, like, still kind of cheering, but they're like, what's going on? And then the players are just passing. Like, it's the same players, too, passing. I'm pretty sure yep. they reuse this animation, like, five <laughs> times. They did, they just did the animation once and just reused it. Yep. And well, they, got, they got soccer down to a T. Yeah, and then eventually they're just the players are passing the ball around, and the fans are like sitting there in silence. Yeah, they're, they're like, like, "Wait, this is supposed to be exciting. We are yeah. supposed to be excited." Yeah, and so Homer yells out, "Boring!" And Krusty yeah. goes, "Do something!" And it's funny when Krusty said that line. I thought of the meme of like the little guy with a stick, like poking something, saying, "Do something." <laughs> um, <laughs> And so now Ken Brockman apparently is the play-by-play guy for, yep. but it's okay. So this is the weird part about this episode because Ken Brockman's doing play-by-play, which is fine because he speaks English, but then you have another guy doing play-by-play who's also doing in English. Well, that's the Mexican. Well, normally you'd be in Spanish, but it was yeah. the Mexican. No, and if I got you have that. Ever, and, but I if wish you ever I had done listened- it in Spanish though. Yes. That's true. I I, think I don't it would have been. I, we all know what he's saying because Kent already said it. Yeah, it would have definitely been better in Spanish. And also, if you've ever listened to like Telemundo, like a side yeah. game on Telemundo, those Spanish like announcers are nuts. I know. So so Kent Brockman is doing the play by play play by play. He's like the halfback passes to the striker. The striker passes to the forward. He's just doing it so you know nonchalantly because he's super bored and then we cut to the 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 spanish announcer and he's doing it in english but he's like and the halfback passes holding 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're they're nuts i will say i so the the one thing i always think about when it comes to soccer is robin williams with his live on broadway thing he does a, a whole spiel about soccer yeah. And he's like, he's like, one time I'd love to see a Spanish soccer announcer do golf. I know, right? <laughs> That'd be great. But yeah. yeah, the citizen the citizens of Springfield, you know, they've they've had enough. They're done. Yeah. And uh Sideshow Bell's like, I can't bear this any longer. I'm leaving. And I was like, Yeah, not before me you ain't. And it's like, now, now, there's plenty of exits for everyone. <laughs> well, I mean, the soccer stadium, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Mo's like, oh, that's it. You're dead, pal. <laughs> and Mo puts Ned in a headlock. <laughs> and uh, Principal Skinner's like, hey, now, that's uncalled for. And Lenny's like, shut your hole, Skinner. <laughs> and Lenny punches him in the stomach, causing him to knock into Barney. Sending Barney Barney's tray of beer flying, and Barney screams, and he's like, like head first, like <laughs> barreling down the stairs like a bull in a china shop, just yeah. trying to destroy everyone. <laughs> and then we get Willie, 
the Scotsman, yeah. Ireland, who knows uh, all hold about. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Did you just say the Scotsman from Ireland? From Scotland, sorry. <laughs> ha, Lily's going to beat me up now. <laughs> nah, no crap. And his Scotsman brother, brethren. Yes. Sorry. So, so the Scotsman, <laughs> who uh, is a probably plays a lot of soccer, been to a lot yeah. of soccer games in his home country, says, you call this a soccer riot? And then tells his fellow Scotsman to take everyone to school. <laughs> and soccer riots are nuts. There's, oh, a yeah. mo- there's a movie I have. Oh, it's all about soccer and like just a bunch of soccer. Uh, was it the green something? I have it on my shelf. I'll check it out. Are you I'll talking post about it the kids on. movie? No, 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 no. It's a, it's a R-rated uh, soccer. So hooligan. there was a comedian. Oh, the green. Ha- sorry, green street, green, green street hooligans. Check out oh, that movie. It's yeah. it's it's absolutely fantastic. If you haven't seen it. But I've heard a bunch it. of soccer, but about a bunch of soccer hooligans. They're, so there was great. a comedian I listened to who I forget which country he was in, and his father-in-law took him to see a soccer game, and basically it was like going into a prison because it was just oh, surrounded really? by like army men and like they had a bus in and out. Like he, the, he said it was insane. Dane. Oh, really? Because it, because it was like two rival teams and like a riot could break out. So like, yeah, soccer games in other countries can get super dangerous. Yep. Um, and so Nelson, we see Nelson beat up Millhouse yep. and Hibber chokes Dr. Nick. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. And March tells Homer they need to leave, but Homer wants to do some rioting. <laughs> I mean, why not? It's Homer. Yeah. Yeah. And he pushes one of the Scotsmen who chases Homer with a crowbar. He's like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Help. Not having it. And uh, the parking valet pulls up some guy's car and the back of the car is on fire already. <laughs> and uh, the riot reaches the town where houses, cars, power lines are on fire. Cars have been flipped over. Now, I got to actually be a part of the... Uh, the Minnesota Golden Gophers hockey riots of 2001 and 2002 uh, when they won the national championship up here in Minnesota. And by God, the university was pretty destroyed. I can imagine. I was, so I, I, uh, I, I had a chance to storm a basketball court once, but I wasn't at the game. Uh, it was uh, University of Green Bay where I went to school was playing the Wisconsin Badgers. It was the men's basketball game. And, like, obviously the Badgers, I mean, every year the Badgers kill them because Green Bay's men's team is always crap. The Badgers lost in Green Bay, and I was out drinking (laughs) instead of at the game. But I was also in Madison when the Badgers men's basketball team made it to the finals in the the March Madness. And, dude, like, I'm surprised things weren't destroyed. Don't get me wrong. There was a ton of people on State Street and people were climbing things, but I don't think there was anything really destroyed. But I do remember because I was actually directing uh, the news that night and we were obviously doing live shots from downtown. Oh, um, sure. And the news director came in and he, he had to warn me. He's like, make sure the sound, the, the sound from downtown is not audible because obviously there was going to be swearing. Yeah. 
no, so, no. Like, uh, Minnesota was nuts. Like we rioted when we uh, lost a thirty-one point lead against Michigan State. Ooh. We rioted. We yeah. We riot. We riot, and it was funny. Like it got to a point where the streets were lined with cops and state patrol before any game in Minnesota was like during my yeah. four years of college. Rioting became a thing. It was. Oh. Kind of nuts. I I don't know. So uh, Ken Brockman is uh, reporting live from the streets. Apparently, Tom. Yeah, it's like what began as a traditional soccer riot has escalated into a citywide orgy of destruction. <laughs> <laughs> Reacting swiftly, Mayor Quimby has declared Bob rule. So for the next several years, it's every family for itself. <laughs> and uh, I like how it. I, I like how it literally lasts like the night. Yeah, and basically the night everything went back to normal the next day. Yeah, like, <laughs> unless there was a time lapse that we missed, it basically yeah. basically went back to normal. Yeah, I don't and, think there um, was a time lapse. Yeah, and so we see Sna- uh, Snake steal Ned's TV, and Ned tells Snake that he thinks, uh, "Yeah, I think he got my TV." <laughs> like, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> and the door to the Flanders house is basically almost off its hinges. Yeah, yeah. And so the Simpsons, you know, watch the riot, and uh, at least like somebody's got to stop them. Where it's like, let's wait till they burn the school down. <laughs> of course, Bart. Of course, Bart would. Why? You know, well, I suppose Marge won't let Bart go out there. She knows he would cause destruction. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, you know, Marge is worried because the mob is next door, like yeah. they're right at Ned's. They're yeah. they're almost there. And Homer tells Marge to relax because if someone tries to get in. <laughs> My uh, homemade burglar alarm will let them know. Oh, and, my God. And uh, the burglar alarm is a string tied to the doorknob, tied to a flashlight, which is connected to a fishing pole. And the fishing pole is held up by books. A magnifying glass hangs off the fishing pole in front of the flashlight, which, guessing Homer thought, if whatever were to happen, the flashlight would turn on, yes. shining the light through the magnifying glass to burn the rope. No, no, no. Keep Keep reading it. Okay, and then the clock hangs off the end of the fishing pole with a fish in a bowl underneath the clock in the fishing bowl. But yeah, so, so Homer was thinking the light would turn on, would go through the magnifying glass, would would uh, burn through the rope yeah, that's so holding exactly the clock. exactly where I was going with that. Oh, well, you, you didn't finish me. it. You got to finish I, the whole thing before you say no, what you thought. No, I don't. But so, but. Flashlights, unlike the sun, don't yeah. burn holes through ropes, so Homer's an idiot. Well, that's no, that's why the magnifying glass is there, to concentrate the light. Yeah, but that doesn't work with flashlights. Only, like, sunlight. Or maybe some, a laser. I think some high-powered flashlights you could. I don't think so. I don't think that's how light works. But uh, some, you see someone turn the knob to the front door, and Marge gasps. Yeah. And Homer's like, just watch the fish, Marge. <laughs> Touch the fish, and the hand grabs the fish through the mail slot, and Marta's dough. Yeah, <laughs> fish is gone. I yeah. didn't even know the Simpsons had a fish. Maybe they bought a fish. Yeah, just for the just for the alarm system. And so uh, next morning after the riots, we get XCon home security from the big house to your house. Uh, I don't know if I'd want to hire a home security of XCons. Well, at least the ex-cons know how to break into people's houses. They'd be the best people to make your well, house safe, to, right? We're about to find out why you don't want this one. Uh, sure. So the security salesman tells the Simpsons 
that they called him just in time because the Simpsons house is not secure at all. And as evidence of this, the salesman steals an ashtray and the remote to the TV. So they hired a kleptomaniac. And Homer uh, tells Marge, I told you so. Um, And the salesman tells the Simpsons that intruders can come down the chimney through the mail slot. Hell, they could be hidden in your groceries. And Marge just, like, glances at the grocery bag on the counter in the kitchen from the couch, like, worrying there's some... That bag is, like, what, two feet? <laughs> like, it's a, t- it's a grocery bag. Um, and so the security salesman's like, did you did you change the locks when you moved in? And the, the Simpsons nod their head no. And he's like, nah, I thought not. All the previous owners of this house could still be in here somewhere. <laughs> I highly doubt it. It's fun. It is funny though because even your realtor and everyone, when you move in, they're like, make sure you change your locks. Yeah. And a lot of like uh, home companies will give you the first lock for like. It's funny when we did ours, the first lock was free, and then we had to pay for the rest of them. Oh. Uh, and Marge is like, "What do you recommend?" And the security salesman, "Well, a lot of companies would put in a pretty system that looks good, but doesn't provide any real protection." And Homer's like, "Ooh, let's get that." Basically, your ring doorbell. Like, but if you really <laughs> want to sleep easy at night, I recommend sealing off every door and window with bulletproof lucite. Marge's like, "Won't we all suffocate?" And the salesman's like, "Well, I should hope not." Um, <laughs> if you airtight your house, well, I guess you might not necessarily suffocate because your door. If you don't do your doorways, yeah, he just usually, said windows. Yeah, yeah he, he just, just said, said windows. windows. So, like, there's still some gappage in your doors that would allow air to escape. So you probably wouldn't suffocate right away. Yeah. You probably would eventually suffocate, but probably not right away. Uh, Homer's like, let's get that. The suffocation thing. And the salesman's like, and you can have it all for just $500. Homer's like, $500? Ah, forget it. And the salesman, but surely you can't put a price on your family's lives. I would have thought so either. But here we are. And as the end of that conversation is happening, Homer is like walking the salesman out the door. Yeah. So, I mean, I have a ring doorbell. I, I mean, that doesn't I in, do anything. I mean, but here's the thing. I also live in Green Bay. Like, there's not a lot of crime that happens near my neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, so, like, the only the real reason I got a ring doorbell was just to monitor when packages are dropped off. Yeah, basically. That's about all they're good for. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, they're, I mean, if you, well, I don't have the subscription, which is like $3 a month and I could probably do it, but I'm too lazy and cheap. But if I did, if I did get the uh, subscription, it'll record. I think it still records, but I can't access it. Um, But like, they still record stuff. So if like, if across the street, there's a crime, the cops can be like, hey, you have a ring doorbell. Can we see... Yeah, but it doesn't prevent crime like a no. security system would. Even a security system doesn't necessarily prevent crime. The only well, way no, a security a... system the only way a security system really works is if somebody goes into your house and then sets off an alarm. Well, no, I mean most most houses with security systems will have glass sensors, door sensors, window sensors. Like they'll have sensors, like to stop but... not not stop them, but they'll set off an alarm. And whether they still steal stuff and wait for the cops to show up, that's up to them. But 
I don't know. I've had, I've never had issues. So, uh, so uh, Marge tells Homer that they need something to protect the family. Yeah, sure. And Homer's like, yeah, I couldn't agree more. And he's like, come here, Marjorie. Uh, you deserve peace of mind, and peace of mind you shall have. And this is the second time we kind of get that sentence phrasing because in Fly versus Fly, Frank says that to his robot. He's like. I, yeah, I, I right. programmed you to sweep and sweep you shall. Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah. Um, so Homer goes to a gun store. Um, I'm not going to say the name of the story because we don't see it here. Um, but Homer's like, I like to buy your deadliest gun, please. Yeah. And the salesman's like, aisle six next to the sympathy cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So now we see Homer's got a gun in hand. And he points it at the clerk and pulls the trigger several times, which you're not supposed to do regardless if you know the gun is loaded or not. Yep. Homer Homer is bad at this. Um, and the clerk's like, hey, careful. Any Oakley? <laughs> uh, and Homer's like, I don't have to be careful. I've got a gun. Oh my god. Um, yes, you still have to be careful with the gun. Because even if you accidentally shoot somebody, then you're going to go... You're going to get a fine, possibly some jail time, depending on the state you live in. Um, The clerk tells Homer that he will probably want the accessory kit, which includes a holster, a bandolier, a silencer, a loudener, a speed cocker. I like the sound (laughs) of that. And an accessory to shoot down police helicopters. Uh, Oh, that's great. I don't think I need anything like that. Yeah. Yet. (laughs) Uh, so Homer grabs for his gun but the clerk uh, holds on to it and tells Homer there is a five day uh, he's like sorry the law requires a five day waiting period we've got to run a background check Homer's like five days but I'm mad now and the the cashier pulls uh, the gun away and Homer's like I'd kill you if if I had my gun and the cashier's like yeah well you don't now, um, who is so, that? Now, who, who's that voice? It's not Gil. Who's the, the 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 clerk voice? Yeah, he's in a later episode. I don't know if he looks like this guy yeah. in later episodes, I, but his voice is very similar to, like, a regular. It's not Gil. Who is it? I mean, That's you have this me. thing called the internet. I know. But I'm trying to use my Simpson knowledge brain. You clearly don't have the knowledge for this. Uh Uh-huh. Because you keep questioning it. Um, So, funny enough, in season five, episode 22, the chalkboard gag for that episode was five days is not too long to wait for a gun. (laughs) So Bart, Uh, Bart, Bart didn't think five days was... Uh, too short of a waiting period, but clearly Homer is. Um, so Homer leaves the Bloodbath and Beyond Gun Shop. That is the name of the gun shop, and he starts mumbling to himself about guns. He's like, oh, "I want a gun, gun, gun." I mean, I mean, he, I wonder. Like five days, and, and but I wonder. Drives, well, what? I wonder. So okay, so obviously, clearly, five days is more for laws than anything else, background checks and whatnot. But I wonder if, remember how Homer's like, I'm mad now? I wonder if, like, one of the reasons to make it, like, five days is to be like, well, 
maybe this guy just wants a gun right now to go rob a liquor store. But if he Correct. can't have his gun for five days, maybe he's less likely to well, rob and it. See, so here's the thing. Pretty much most people agree that a waiting period to get a gun and to have a, a firm background check. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying the background no, check is not needed. But I, let me finish my sentence. Um, like people want a waiting period and, you know, a background check for specifically that reason. Cause some people do want to buy a gun because they are angry and want to do harm. Yeah. So, you know, Homer's like, I'm mad now. And the whole point purpose of the five day waiting period is like, Oh, you can cool off. And if you still need or want a gun, okay, come in. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I think five, I, I mean, I think five days is enough. Unfortunately, in this country, too many people are gone happy. Um, yeah. And the NRA just blocks everything. Uh, so uh, Homer, you know, Homer gets home, still mumbling about having to wait for his gun. And he's walking around the house mumbling and uh, the kids are trying to sleep. And he's like, <laughs> five day waiting period is bullcrap. And, and so Lisa yells at Homer. It's like, Dad, it's 3 a.m. Can't you mutter in your own room? And Homer's <laughs> like, Marge kicked me out. <laughs> That's great. And he's like, all right. And she puts a pillow over her ears and tells Homer to continue muttering to herself. And now he's muttering about Lisa telling him to do it, <laughs> not what to do in his own house. <laughs> Stupid kids telling me what I can do in my own house. That's uh, great. So now Homer sits in a chair in front in his front lawn and asks, how am I supposed to wait five days until I can shoot something? <laughs> and we get the song, The Waiting, by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. And that plays while Homer sits out and, you know, he waits. Yeah. Now, the funny thing about this is Petty rarely lets his music be used on television. Yeah. But being a fan of The Simpsons, <laughs> he allowed them to use it. I'm not gonna lie though, the, the this song is a little too on the nose. But it's great that they used it. Yeah. And so we get some stuff floating by as uh Um Homer waits. We get the Target store truck, which is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. A flock of ducks. Uh they wander by on the sidewalk. A group of rabbits, Selma and Patty on a bike, and <laughs> Ned Flanders. All driving by his, I like how he drove by him on his riding lawnmower too. Yeah, I mean, he probably went to go, you know, mow somebody's lawn and then came back. Yeah. Um. So Homer, you know, he's ready. It's been five days sitting in front of his house just waiting, and Homer gets to the gun store right before they open, only because he has to use the bathroom. Yeah, I mean, he's like, he let was, me in, let me in, let me in, and then he just runs straight to the back, like. I mean, obviously, that's the the uh, pulling the rug out from under the viewer because he's like, "Oh, I really want a gun." No, yep. he's got to pee. He's got to go to the bathroom, and so uh, Homer comes out of the bathroom. He's like, "Ah!" <laughs> <laughs> and he asks the clerk about having a firearm, and Homer and the clerk pulls out Homer's background check, and uh, he's uh, it's like, "According to your background check, you've been in a mental institution." Yeah. Frequent problems with alcohol. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you beat up President Bush. Former <laughs> president. <laughs> and the salesman stamps Homer's background check. 
And Homer, you know, reading is like potentially dangerous. It's like, relax. That's a slimacy to three handguns or less. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, and Homer's like, uh, woohoo! So the insane asylum is from Stark Raving Dad, and him beating up former President George Bush was two bad neighbors. Yes. And but that but three three handguns or less. That's yeah. That's good. I mean you had to have one, but yeah. three's good too, especially if you've been in a mental institution. Yeah. Um and Homer goes home and tells Marge to close her eyes because I got a surprise for her. <laughs> and uh Marge closes her eyes, and Homer tells her to open them, and Homer has the gun pointed right in Marge's face. Marge screams. Right I mean, so. I I mean, good God, Homer's an idiot with a gun. Yes. And Homer's like, so Homer's like, it's a handgun. Isn't it great? This is the trigger. And this is the thing you point at whenever you want to die. <laughs> it was like, Homer, I don't want guns in my house. Don't you remember when Maggie shot Mr. Burns? <laughs> Homer's like, I thought Smithers did it. At least like, that would have made a lot more sense. <laughs> Yeah, obviously that is a reference to who shot Mr. Burns. Now, now, okay, look. Marge saying, I don't want guns in my house. She was a fucking police officer. Yeah. She had a gun in the house. Yeah, but that was for a job. Sure. But if she's that against guns, did they completely forget that she was a police officer? No, they didn't. Like we'll Marge... find that out in the next episode. Oh, really? I haven't watched that one yet, so... Um, so Bart asks Homer if he can bar. Oh, I've seen that episode. Sorry, but I haven't watched it yet for, for our recording. Um, so Bart asks Homer if he can borrow the gun so that Bart can scare the security guard at the bank. <laughs> that's a, that's a felony. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. And Homer tells Bart, uh, only if he cleans his room. And I'm sure Bart just up the stairs. Gone. But uh, Marge grabs a gun out of Homer's hand and tells him no guns in the house. And she tells Homer that TV said you're for 58% more likely to shoot a family member and not an intruder. TV said that? So most studies do uh, have said that if you own a gun in your house and you, you have a family somebody in that household is more likely to get hurt than an intruder. Yep. Yeah. Like well, statistics I think, actually back. Yeah. Up. Yep. And that's why you're supposed to keep them locked, unloaded in a gun safe. But that defeats the purpose of having it to, to, to protect your family. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> well, Does I mean, it? if you have kids, I mean, that's kind of the, you know, but I mean, most people, if, even like it's funny, like TV shows, they portray that as such. And it's funny, like intruder goes to the house, like, oh crap, my gun! So they run into their bedroom to fumble into their closet. What's the code to my stupid gun safe? <laughs> then you have to load it. By the time you get it out, you're dead. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Homer questions Marge about those statistics. He's like, TV said that. Not the guys on the TV. TV itself. And Homer says. I, I have a right to have a gun. It's in the Constitution. And Lisa tells Homer that the Second Amendment is a remnant of the revolutionary days and it has no meaning today. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. Yep. But you can't change the Constitution. Well, you could. You can. But it just takes a lot of work. Effort. And yeah. 
most people would not probably want to remove the Second Amendment. Well, Mostly I don't think you need to Senate. remove it. You just amend it. Yeah. And Homer tells it's an Lisa, amendment. Sure. And uh, Homer tells Lisa that she couldn't be more wrong. <laughs> and he tells Lisa that if he didn't have his gun, the King of England could walk in anytime and start shoving you around. <laughs> And she, he asked Lisa if she wants that. Well, he's like, you want it? Huh? Huh? You want that? No. <laughs> and so Homer tries to grab the gun back from Marge. And Marge's like, I'm sorry, Homer. No weapons. And Homer's like, a gun is not a weapon, Marge. It's a tool. Like a butcher's knife. Or a harpoon. Or a, a an alligator. <laughs> you just need more education on the subject. Tell you what. You come with me to an NRE meeting, and if you still don't think guns are great, we'll argue some more. (laughs) And so we get a sign. NRE meeting today. Come in and shoot your mouth off. (laughs) I will say that's a pretty clever sign. I'll give the Simpsons credit for that. So we see Kearney, Rainier Wolfcastle, Krusty, and Moe are there for the meeting. Um, Those are just some people there. And, uh, oh, yeah, they're there, and they're uh, waiting to walk through a metal detector. Um, And they all set it off, but they're allowed to keep going. And Kearney doesn't send off the metal detector, and he's sent by Eddie back through the metal detector (laughs) to get a gun from Lou to walk back in. I don't think you need a gun at an NRA meeting. Uh, I guess you're in the NRA, so you probably have to have one. So now we we go into the meeting, and Lenny is speaking to the crowd. And he's like, assault weapons have gotten a lot of bad press lately, but they're manufactured for a reason. To take out today's modern super animals, such as the flying squirrel and the electric eel. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so Homer asks Marge if she is learning anything, and she just goes... Yep. And so now Mo comes up, and he's like, hi, I'm Mo. Like, this isn't an AA meeting. I know. Hi, he's like, I'm Mo S. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Mo. Like, so Mo tells the crowd uh, he was closing up uh, his bar when it's like some young punk came in and tried to stick me up. And the crowd <laughs> gasps. And Sajamal's like, what did you do? And Mo's like, well, it could have been an ugly situation, but I managed to shoot the punk in the spine. And the crowd cheers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, technically, if the punk had a gun... You could claim I mean, self-defense, but... Well, it's uh, also his bar. Yeah, I, I again, it would really depend on the situation. Uh, and so Mo says the next place the punk tries to rob better have a ramp, and everyone laughs. I don't know if it's necessarily funny that he crippled a guy, but... Yeah. Um, and so Homer, Homer introduces himself like Mo did. Everybody's yep. like, hi. Again, not an AA meeting, which something <laughs> Homer should probably attend. Yep. Um, and Homer says it seems to him that if a gun can protect something as important as a bar, it's good enough to protect his family. And then he like pats Marge on the hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, Homer asks if they will have him, he would like to be a lifetime member of the NRA and the crowd all cheers for him. So, you know, he's in. And Marge tells Homer that he can't join up with these gun nuts. Yep. And Homer's like, uh, tells Marge, "Oh, be fair," and then he gets on his uh, gets on his knees for once in your life. Be fair. Let yeah, me explain, Marge. Is... Why won't you let me explain? 
Marge and Homer's been Marge has been nothing to fear to Homer. But yeah. uh, so so it's funny. So this episode, although the fictionalized NRA stressed the importance of responsible gun ownership, the staff nonetheless received several complaints from the real NRA about of the portrayal of, of organization in the episode. And a couple of guys um, uh, from here, from the, I don't know, the article or whatever, they, they found, quote, one of the most politically ambiguous episodes ever. And that it's uh, very dull and the plot isn't sustainable. Who said that? <laughs> uh, a couple of guys from the NRA that were like quoted in the. In the uh, of in course the... they didn't like it. They were getting made fun of. Yeah, they called it a messy, unfocused lampooning of gun culture. (laughs) Uh, No, it was pretty funny. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, like, look, if this episode was made today in the same exact manner, people in the NRA would probably call it woke. Yep. Yeah. Like, no, it's it's a fairly decent episode. Um, Yeah. And it's not politically ambiguous. They're definitely against. I know. Like they're the the Simpsons. The the people who wrote this episode, or uh, well, actually, a Schwartzwalder who wrote it. Yeah, clearly, I don't think he. I, I can't speak for him, but he's probably not necessarily against gun ownership. He's against reckless gun ownership. Yes, which is what which is where we're going with Homer because it's Homer Simpson. Yeah. Um. And so Homer uh, goes to a gun range with uh, various citizens from the NRA to shoot guns, uh, except for Agnes Skinner, who threw a hand grenade. <laughs> it's a gun range, not a grenade range. Yeah. You probably shouldn't be throwing grenades indoors either. No, probably not. Uh, and so Homer shoots at some cans that are lined up, and Lenny points, so he taps Homer on the shoulder, and Homer looks at him, and Lenny points at the target paper behind him. And we see that the cans were lined up at the snack bar, <laughs> yeah. and Homer apologizes for shooting at the snack bar, and the squeaky voice team's like, it's okay, it was my fault. Yeah, yeah you don't sh- line up cans. They're my cans, my empty cans. cans. <laughs> oh, God. So now we see Homer uh, walking into the Quickie Mart, uh, whistling and twirling his gun around. So apparently and- Springfield's not a conceal and carry state. No, it's open carry. Yeah. Um, and uh, Apu believes Homer is there to rob him. And Homer is like, no, 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 I'm <laughs> not there for that. Um, but before he before he can finish the sentence, he's like, I wonder what it would be like if I robbed the quickie mark. So <laughs> yeah. we, get a, we get Homer's imagination and it's him sitting in a rocking chair, rocking back and forth, twirling his gun, wearing a sash that says Senator. Well, Marge dances next to him in a bikini. That I I couldn't find a reference for it, but that ha- obviously has to be a reference to something, right? I maybe the I, the only thing I can think of is the NRA is a huge lobbyist. Oh, for when it comes to Congress, so Homer's probably that's... thinking, "Oh, I'm in the NRA, I can become a senator." Because oh, okay, me. you know what that that definitely makes makes a lot of sense. That that's the only thing that I can really think of. Uh, so Homer comes back to reality. He's like, "I'll do it. I'll rob the Quickie Mart." And then we see he's already in the car and he's bought a hot dog. And uh, so he already so while he was imagining what it would be like if he robbed the Quickie Mart. 
he was still cognizant enough to buy a hot dog and walk to his car and start yeah. it. Um, and so he yells, he's like, don't. Oh, well, I'll just rob it next time. <laughs> well, he'll always have his gun with him. So, you know. Yeah. So now Homer gets home and he sees Lisa staring at a basketball on the roof. And she's like, can you help me get my ball down from the roof, Dad? Homer's like, sure thing, honey. So Homer takes out his gun, fires a shot up at the roof, basketball comes down, and immediately deflates, <laughs> because clearly Homer shot the ball to get it down. Yes. So now there's a hole. Uh, and Homer's like, you want me to get the cat down? At least quickly he's like, no thanks! Because <laughs> obviously Homer's going to shoot the cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or, I mean, he could just uh, shoot right next to it. That'll scare it off the roof. Do you trust Homer to aim that gun? (laughs) He hit the basketball. Okay, but the basketball is a huge thing. (laughs) It's got a big center of mass. A cat is tiny. Sure. Uh, So now we see uh, Bart and Homer uh, out in the backyard, uh, clay shooting with uh, the dinner plates. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, pull. And Homer misses the plate and goes up to the plate on the ground. He's like, see you in hell and <laughs> shoots the plate. Cause you know, he wanted to get them all. And he wanted uh, to send a message to the rest of the dinner plates. Apparently <laughs> uh, they're all gone now. Yeah. Cause the Simpsons are eating spaghetti out of glasses and bowls and they're in a colander. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, the, the, of... the, the bear noodles were in a colander in the center of the table, which is kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if fa- like I mean, when we grew up eating spaghetti, our mom would just service the noodles right off the. I mean, obviously she would drain the noodles and then she would put them back in the pot, and then she would mix in the sauce in the pot and then serve it. Yeah, off the pot out of the pot. I don't. Do other families do it this way, where they strain the noodles and put it in the on the table? Maybe. I mean, the only other thing I could think of is they they didn't have sauce. It was literally spaghetti and meatballs. Like, yeah, no sauce on anything. That is true. I Weird. mean, I guess you could drink it. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. But they had bowls. You didn't need the. What do they have? Two bowls? I don't know. Well, maybe Homer shot the bowls too. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know what Homer did with the entire. Kitchen supply of uh, dishes, <laughs> and uh, you know Marge. Uh, you know Marge is like, "What happened to all my plates? <laughs> what happened to all my dinner plates? Where'd they go?" And Bart and Homer kind of look at each other. Tells her, "You probably left them at work." Is it the house? Her her work? Exactly. She left them at the house where Homer Maybe. found him and shot him. Exactly. And Homer quickly changes the subject. To him being picked to host the next NRA meeting. And uh, Marge yells at Homer for having, you know, the gun at the dinner table. It's like, uh, but you said I couldn't have it at the breakfast table. (laughs) It's the same table! (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of of interesting, because I think this is, I think the next episode, if I remember, because I've already watched it for our podcast, um, because I, I usually watch the episodes first. If I remember correctly in the next episode, um, they eat at the the breakfast table for dinner again. But it's the same the table. 
It's but their the kitchen is, table. But no, 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 no. But most of the time when we see dinner scenes, oh, they're at the dining room at, table. Yes, you're right. Yeah, dinner's usually at the dining room table. You're right. So you're right. it's kind of interesting that they kind of went this route. Yeah. I mean, is, I mean, normally we we ate all of our meals at the kitchen table. We, yeah. we, we, the only time I think we ever used the dining room table was for like Passover once. No, I think it was just for company. Yeah. Like, I, think well, we, just, I mean, we used it to do like puzzles because it was a big enough table, but like. Yeah, because we never ate on it. That's why we used yeah. different puzzles. Like, yeah, like, well, I don't understand why we have that table and we never used it <laughs> for eating. Yeah, I think nowadays with like open concept homes, yeah. they're, the, the concept of a dining room and a in a kitchen, yeah. Or, I don't think that even really exists anymore. Yeah, I mean, you, know, like, you wants... have an island and a dining room table. Yeah, that's, I mean, guys, that's. I mean, you guys eat breakfast at the island. Yeah, but I still think that's more of a. I don't think count that as a table. It's just a, a big <laughs> counter. I like... think. I, I think one of the reasons we didn't normally eat at the dining room table is because our mother didn't want us to get the carpet dirty. Yeah, that was the other thing. Yeah, it wasn't hardwood. So. uh Homer tells Marge he will put the safety on to make her feel better. <laughs> and he hits the safety on the gun and the gun goes off. Um, indicating he already had the safety on, which it really doesn't. It just means he no. pulled the trigger. Unless he well, was testing that he had the safety. But no. by pressing the safety doesn't mean that makes the gun go off. He's but he never pull. pulled the trigger. Yeah, so clearly no he one on the Simpsons. Gun. Yeah, no one on the Simpsons knows how a gun works. <laughs> <laughs> Like, the only thing I could think of is he tested the safety, pulled the trigger to see if the safety was on. I mean, all we we see him do is, like, hit the, like, maybe it's just, like, maybe it's a really itchy, like, uh, what's the word? Trigger finger? No, no, not the trigger finger. It's, um, when a gun is, like, really susceptible to being shot. I know there's a word for it. What's other, what's also weird is, yes, this type of gun would have a safety still. But yes. this is also a got a six shooter. You still have to cock the gun. Yeah, he didn't cock it. Yeah, he didn't cock it. He didn't pull the trigger. Gun just went <laughs> off, man. Yeah. But then he's like, oh. And he, you know, kind of puts it on again and the gun fires again. <laughs> and it's like, oh, maybe I should just set the gun down. You know, because he shot Mark twice now on the fridge. Yes. And uh he puts the gun on the table, and the gun fires again, and the bullet hits a pot, then a knife, which goes into the picture of Marge. <laughs> and Lisa's like, Mom, no offense, that was pretty cool. <laughs> so, Homer should take this back to the gun shop and get a new gun, because yeah. clearly this thing just goes off. Yeah. And Marge tells Homer that he thinks he, he'll agree with her that she put up with a lot in their marriage. And Homer opens his mouth, you know, say something. And then he looks at the kids who, like, shake their head no. They're like, don't be an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't do it. And uh, Marshall's over. This is the first time since they've got married that she's actually feared for her life. Yeah. I mean, really, if you think about it, Homer's done some stupid shit yeah. that kind of has endangered the family. But this one, this one really mm-hmm. is, is it. Yeah, And Marge asks Homer if he really cares about her and the children that you'll get rid of the gun. And Homer looks at Marge and thinks for a second and tells Marge, I'll get rid of the gun for you. And they hug and Marge says she's a lucky woman. 
Homer says, I'm a wonderful man. <laughs> sure, Homer. Uh, yeah. So now, Barton Millhouse, go into the Simpson freezer to uh, look for uh, fudgicles. 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 Dude, I but love Millhouse, Have you never yes. had a fudgicle? I've had a fudgicle. Okay. But Millhouse <laughs> asks for fudgicles, and Bart corrects Millhouse on the pronunciation. Yeah, he's what like. He I, I don't know how he said it. I, it was like fudgicles or something. And <laughs> or it's like, no, it's fudgicles. Yeah. And Bart knows they're in there, but needs a better foothold. So he opens up the vegetable crisper. So this is an odd. So it's almost like my refrigerator. It's like it's like a French door refrigerator. Yeah. Which is the only time you ever see the Simpsons have a drawer on the bottom. No, I think we've seen it before. Was the whole, was it fully open both doors? No, it's one door. So their fridge is a one door fridge. Yeah, it's like mine. I have drawers. Well, your freezer on top. My freezer's on the bottom, though. Oh, your freezer's on the bottom, like mine. Yeah. Okay, so, but in the Simpsons' house, it seems like the freezer's giant and on top, and the the freezer's on the bottom, I don't know. No, the freezer's, like, it's like our old fridge growing up. The freezer was on the top, there were some shelves, and there were some drawers. Oh. But he has everything open then? I couldn't quite tell. He must have no, all he was the, using, all... I think he was using the shelves to climb, but because they're not great to stand on, he's like, oh, let me open this drawer for better leverage. Oh, gotcha. And uh, so he opens up the vegetable crisper to find Homer's gun, because who's going to look at it for vegetables? Yeah. Who's going to go in that drawer? No one. Except maybe Marge, you know, to cook something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, you know, you know, Bart, uh, Bart says the next marksman is William Tell Jr. And Millhouse pulls the apple out of his mouth to say jinx. What? I don't know that. I don't quite know. The whole point of jinx is you say something at the same time. Yeah, I don't exactly know what that is. That's that's a weird one. And as, as Bart is pointing the gun at Millhouse, Marge walks into the kitchen and yells at Bart and pulls the uh, gun out of Bart's hand. Yeah. Uh, and Homer walks in and he's like, oh, I see how it is. Bart's allowed to have a gun, even though it's Homer's gun. And Marge calls out Homer and uh, she's like, you lied to me. And she said, you know, she told him that he promised to get rid of get rid of the gun. And Homer tells Marge that he put the gun in a safe place. Not really. And what were the odds that Bart was going to go look in the vegetable crisper? He wasn't looking in the vegetable <laughs> crisper. He was opening up to get better foothold. Yeah. Like, come on, Homer. And also, as you mentioned before, there's vegetables in there. Marge cooks vegetables. Yep. Exactly. Uh, so Marge asks Homer how he could do this. And uh, of all... uh. Yeah, of all the terrible things you've ever done in your life, this is the worst, the most despicable. And I was like, but Marge, I swear to you, I never thought you'd find it. Put it in the vegetable, again, you put it in the vegetable crisper. Marge was bound to find it. Exactly. Um, So Marge tells Homer, until he decides what is more important, the gun or his family, they can't live in the same house. And so... Marge takes the kids, and Homer asks Marge, uh, 
this is is this the thanks I get for trying to protect the family? And he's like, fine, go. And he's like, I'll just be fine. And so the margin, the kids leave. They're just gone out the door. And Homer turns to Millhouse, who is still there. And he's like, do you know how to cook dinner? Millhouse is like, do I? And he like goes underneath the sink and starts pulling out pots and pans. Yeah. So what is Millhouse going to cook for Homer? Spaghetti. Yeah, that's More fair. spaghetti. Yeah. So now we go to the Spinster City Apartments, which is where Patty and Selma live. And Marge knocks on uh, their door and Selma answers, looking like uh, she's ready to go out on a date. Kind of looks a little like kind of prostitute-ish. Yeah. I mean, that's, but but remember when uh, Marge went over to find like a dress for like, oh, the, yeah, she not like they their dresses. I mean, they've always had dresses like that in their closet. Yeah. And so, uh, so, uh, and, uh, Marge tells Selma that she left Homer and she's like, thank God. <laughs> and Mar- Marge tells Selma her and the kids, uh, need a place to stay. And, uh, Selma, you know, pulls out a matchbook for the sleep easy motel and suggests they, they should stay there because Selma woke up there once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And so Marge asks why they can't stay there. And Selma, you know, opens up the door a little, uh, uh, you know, she had it closed a little bit. She opens up the door fully and she's like, we have a gentleman caller. And that gentleman caller is a TV repairman they called <laughs> because they told him the TV was broken and all they did was unplug it. And then Selma just shuts the door up. Yeah, so she's kidnapping this guy then? I guess. It's not, it's not good, man. So we go to the uh, Simpsons house where Homer has put out a sign for the NRA. It says gun warming tonight, nachos, rifles, and alcohol. Nice. Yeah. And so we, we go inside and Homer is cleaning up. Uh, he's wearing an apron and the doorbell rings and Mo shows up first. He's like, I brought a big bag of unregular Oreos. <laughs> No, yeah, irreg- so- I think it was irregular Oreos. Is it irre- unregular, irregular? What's the difference? Irregular, yeah. And Mo dumps the Oreos out on a tray, and they're like all kind of different like shapes and sizes. And Mo picks one up, and he's like, this one looks fine. And he takes a bite out of it, and he's just like, oh. So yeah. what was wrong with that Oreo? I don't know. You could actually get, if you go, well, it doesn't exist anymore, but the Jelly Belly Factory in Wisconsin when it was there... Uh, you could get bags of irregular Jelly Belly Jelly Beans. I thought the Jelly Belly Factory was still in Wisconsin. Is it? I thought it moved. Because I think Pretty we drove by it when we went to Chicago and it wasn't there anymore. But there's that Haribo like factory place yeah. now. Well, there's the Jelly Belly Center in Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. Yeah, oh, is it still right. there? No, it's, yeah, it's permanently gone. closed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So so when we when we went there at the end of the tour you could get a bag of yeah. irregular jelly beans. So yeah. it's kind of like the Oreos. They taste weird. They're <laughs> shaped differently. I don't know. Well, whatever, whatever Oreo Mo ate, uh, it was not good. Nope. Um, and so the sleep easy motel sign flicker is to say sleazy motel, because that's what it is. Yeah. Um, it's so great. It's fun. Isn't that where, well, have, have we seen that motel before? Cause obviously we see Quimby coming up, but, I feel like that's where Quimby always goes. I feel like I we've think, seen that I think place so. before. I think we've seen it before. And so uh, Marge and the kids go to the mo. They get to the motel, 
and they pass some hookers that are sitting by the <laughs> office. And one of the hookers is like, hey, good looking. You're looking for a good time? And Bart's like, I certainly am. And March comes back out. And he's like, no, you're not. Stop saying that. <laughs> and so she drags him into the office. And March goes back out to tell the hooker Bart really isn't looking for a good time. <laughs> yeah, he's 10. Yep. Um, and so now we go back to the Simpsons house where Moe's like, and with a few regular adjustments, you can turn a regular gun into five guns. Oh, my God. Uh, yes. Gun so are some of balls. the people at this meeting are Cletus, Legs, or is that Louie? That's Legs, right? The uh, monster? It is, le- uh, I don't know. Uh, it's one of them. Um, Ruth Powers, Dr. Hibbert, Lenny, and Krusty. And we've also seen Agnes Skinner. Now, so. is Ruth Powers still living next door? Or did they move out? What's going we, on? You, you, if you actually look close enough in a few of the episodes, at least this season, you'll see her. I know. Yeah. I've, so, I've, like, see, there's been a few episodes that we've already commented on Ruth Powers being in the, yeah, in the background. I think, I think the next episode, you might see her in that one, too. I don't quite remember. Um, but uh, so Homer comes in with a beer and... He uses his gun to open the beer, and the group is appalled. Yep. Yeah, they're uh, they're not they're not uh, they're not liking it. Hibbert's like, "You actually use your gun as a can opener?" Or is like, "I use my gun for everything." <laughs> it's like I turn I use it to turn on the TV, and he shoots a couple times, and the TV turns on, and you can like see around the TV all the bullet holes. <laughs> yeah, and this is the first time that he's done this. And then the guy on the TV falls off the roof. Yeah, that's a great gag. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Agnes says she's never seen such recklessness. And uh, Leg says, uh, Homer, might you might hurt someone. And Cletus asks Homer if he's <laughs> some kind of moron. Boy, if Cletus is calling you an idiot, oof. Yep. And then Homer is about to answer when he's interrupted by Crust. He's like, hey, yutz, guns aren't toys. They're for family protection. Hunting dangerous or delicious animals, <laughs> and keeping the King of England out of your face. I love the callback to the beginning of the episode yeah. about why Homer should get the gun. That was that was great. And then Mo asks uh, for Homer's membership card, and he tears it up. He's like, "Yeah, we're we don't want to be known as the nutty gun owners." Yes, like we don't. I'll turn five. I'll turn a gun into five guns, but you can't be associated with us because you're opening up beer cans with your with your uh, gun. And uh, so Mo holds up a cheese grater and says, we'll need to remove your tattoo. We're like, I didn't get one yet. <laughs> ah, rats. <laughs> and uh, so now uh, Hibbert kicks Homer out of his own house until the meeting's over. Because they still want to have the meeting. Yeah. And so Homer sits outside while everyone else has a good time. Yeah. So cut back to the sleazy motel. And uh, Bart notices the pool, and Lisa asks if they can go swimming. And there's a guy trying to get a dead body out of there with a pool skimmer. And Bart's like, eh, not right now. The dead guy in the pool kind of looked like Ned Flanders. But it wasn't Ned. It wasn't Ned. It looked like him, though. Green sweater, khaki pants. So also, I'd like to point out at this point in the episode, and we could have gone back a few minutes, there's no more writing. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is gone. Yeah. It's like, rioting's over. It's done. 
Yeah. So unlike Ken said, it was going to last for years. Yeah. It did not last for a day. Yeah. Or maybe it lasted a day. Who knows? Um, I wonder how the Springfield police force even got it taken care of. I think it just, I think, no, I think it's like, you know, when you let a toddler cry, cry out a tantrum. It just ends. Yeah, it just ended. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so Bart notices the TV is coin operated. At least like, so is the Bible. And, uh, Ashley, as she like picks it up, the Bible like closes on her. Yeah. No more, no more praying. Yeah. So then Bart picks up the phone and asks uh, for a wake-up call for 3 a.m. Every room except ours. <laughs> God, <such laughs> Thank a you. Dick move. <laughs> it's like, eh, it's nice to use, uh, try out some new material yeah. on other people. <laughs> and so then we see uh, Lisa and Bart race the beds, like the vibrating beds. They put yeah. some coins in. And and I can't remember. It was like Stinky and Smelly. Smelly. Yeah. Were the, were the names they gave the beds. Yeah. And so we see Marge looking out the window. Because she's, you know, she's worried. Yeah. I don't know if it's uh, home for Homer, for the neighborhood they're in. Maybe both. Um, so now we see Homer turning off the lights by shooting the light bulbs. <laughs> Clearly, he has not learned anything from this NRA no. meeting. It's like, uh, this gun cost me everything. My wife, my kids, everything but my precious, precious gun. <laughs> oh, his precious. Yeah. Is that a knock at Lord of the Rings? Maybe. No. Probably not. No. And uh, Homer says, this stinks. I want my family back. Yeah? He's been, it's funny, he's been kicked out before. He went to go uh, stay at the, the place with Kirk after he got divorced. Yeah. So, Homer, Homer should realize being on his own is not good for him. And uh, Bart looks up and asks to see uh, if that's a camera in the ceiling. And the boy's like, no. It's like, go back to sleep. It's like, yes, there's a camera in the ceiling. <laughs> at the sleazy motel. Yeah. And uh, Lisa's bed is still vibrating from the coin that was put in earlier. It's not stopping. She's like, this bed's making me nauseous. And Marge tells Lisa that it'll be morning soon and try to get some sleep. Yeah, I highly doubt that's happening. Nope. And so Quippy walks into Marge's room. Clearly, they did not lock the door. No. And apologizes and asks if they plans to stay the whole night. (laughs) (laughs) At these these sleepies Uh, motels, they pay by the hour because they're just there for sex. Yeah. So that was, that's why. But Marge's like, yes, you plan to stay the whole night. And so Quimby says, all right. And right as he leaves, he says, oh, Quimby. Uh, so now Homer goes to the sleep easy motel and he's going door to door looking for Marge, which probably not like nobody's locking their doors. Nope. I don't understand. Is this motel <laughs> that bad? Maybe. And he gets to the room Quimby is in and all you hear is Quimby telling Homer, vote Quimby. <laughs> Must be an election year. <laughs> yeah. It's always an election year for Quimby. Um, so, you know, Marge at the under, the other end of the motel is able to see Homer and she yells to him and Homer's like, there's so many things I want to yell to you. Marge's <laughs> like, come here. And Homer's like, okay. <laughs> and so now we see Marge and Homer sitting in their room or in the motel room and Homer pleads with Marge to come home and says he needs her. Of course he needs her. He's useless. 
Yep. And so Homer says, it is dark in the house. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> he shot out all the light bulbs. And he's like, he's and, and he continues by saying he's hungry and lonely, and there is no one there to hear his various witty remarks. Hey, he does have some. Yeah. So Marge asks Homer about the gun, and Homer says it is gone for good. He says he finally realized that what is the point of owning a gun for protection if you got no one to protect, except for oh, maybe himself. Well, it's funny. You think you think Homer's finally learned his lesson. Yeah, you think that. Um, and Homer and Marge hug and make up. And Marge tells the kids they are going home as Bart and Lisa ride past them on one of the beds that are vibrating. I think it was Lisa's bed because that thing Probably. never stopped vibrating. Yeah. So Homer and Marge go to check out and they're given a bill and an egg in an envelope as their continental breakfast. Yeah, that that is gross. Gross. At least it was cooked. Uh, yeah, still gross. So now Snake comes to rob the motel as Skank, Skank, Snake is you know he's gonna do, and he grabs Quimby and puts a knife to Quimby's throat, and he's like he tells them to give him the cash in the drawer or, uh, you know, he's got the the knife to Quimby's throat and Quimby's like he's like he tells the Simpsons do what he says. He's like, I'm too rich to die. <laughs> uh, and as the clerk pulls out the cash, Homer pulls out his gun and tells Snake to freeze. So Snake drops his knife and puts his hands up and Quimby runs off and for a third and final time yells, <laughs> vote Quimby. Oh my God. Um, so Snake says, okay, man, don't shoot. Just, just chill. And so... This is really dumb. Like, I understand Marge's frustration, but she yells at Homer for lying to her again about getting rid of the gun. Yep. Now she's distracting Homer. And Homer is like, I know, he's, he says he knows he got rid of it, but what he really meant was, and before he could finish, because Homer is, you know, he has his attention divided between Snake and Marge, he's not paying attention, and Snake grabs the gun from Homer, he's like, yunk! God, I love Yoink. Yeah. So, honestly, this is Marge's fault. Because Snake didn't have the gun. Marge is pissed. I don't care. Like, there's... Homer Homer can't pay attention to more than one thing at a time. I know. Snake would have never gotten the gun if Marge hadn't opened her fat mouth. Um, And so, uh, everyone puts their hands in the air. And uh, Homer's like, aha. There are no bullets in that gun. <laughs> so Homer was bluffing. Because he, he shot them all and all, he shot his lights out. He ran out well, of bullets. No. Well, I mean, yes, but no. And so Snake, you know, checks to see and all there right. are no bullets. And Homer's like, I got the bullets. And yeah. Snake's like, hand over the bullets. Like, hey, don't shoot. Homer, you just <laughs> told him there's no bullets in Snake. Like, ah. Oh, that's great. So now uh, Hibbert, Agnes, Moe, and Lenny show up to save the day. And Snake drops the gun, grabs the cash, <laughs> and then runs off. <laughs> and Marge asks how they knew they were being robbed, and Lenny explains that the clerk pressed the silent alarm. And they picked it up on their scanner. So the cops didn't show up yet? Those lazy no. bastards. Well, they are lazy. The NRA shows up before the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Before the cops. And... Uh, you know, uh, Lisa asked if anyone stopped uh, Snake, and Moe's like, no, 
I don't think so. As he's like looking out the yeah. out the door, like, I don't think anyone stopped him. <laughs> We're not law enforcement. We're just yeah. here to save the day. And Homer explains to Marge why he lied about getting rid of the gun. He's like, I'm sorry I lied to you, Marge, but this gun had a hold on me. I felt this incredible surge of power. Like God must feel when he's holding a gun. <laughs> or the precious. The ring of power. And, uh, <clears throat> I mean, it's Schwarzwalder. There might be a little uh, Lord of the Rings tie-in here. Maybe. There might be. Um, and Homer tells Marge to get rid of the gun because he knows he'll just lie to her again and again. Mm-hmm. And Homer takes the kids and leaves. And then Marge is about to throw away the gun, but sees herself holding the gun in the reflection on the, the garbage can and decides to keep it. Puts it in her purse. Yeah. And they leave and the, the motel. And the, the music that ends this episode is the theme to the 1960s TV show, The Avengers. Not those Avengers. I think... I don't know. No, it's what not was? those Avengers. Oh. The Avengers, uh, it's a... It's a British espionage television series. Exactly. It's not, not those. Not those Avengers. So... I, uh, I don't know, man. I'm torn on this episode. I don't know. Like, I'm really not. I, I honestly, it's, I don't, it's not that great. I mean, the soccer stuff was probably the best stuff. I, I think I'm going to do a two, uh, uh, eat my shorts. I just, I, I don't know. Just, I don't mind the gun stuff, but it's like Homer being a dumbass. I get it, but stupid and reckless i guess um i don't know the story was okay um i don't know not really much to to say about i do i think the saving grace is more of the soccer stuff i love the uh the commercial i love the trying to get people actually impressed about soccer and wanting to go to a soccer game and the fact that homer got the gun only because of the riots and the riots were over like if there was like background stuff in the midst of everything i think that would have you know helped a little bit more you know homer could have been like oh i'm here to rob the cricky mart as like there's looters or something you know what i mean yeah that wouldn't have made much sense no but homer having bringing the gun into the quickie mart you know and it's still like a poo it'd still be in a poo thing to be like don't rob me or yeah, he's, already getting, like, he's already getting looted at that point. I don't think he would have cared. Yeah, I don't know. I just not very impressed with this episode. So I'm going to uh, stick with the two. Yeah, eat my shorts. I'm definitely on the other end of the spectrum. Uh, I really enjoy this episode. Uh, I I definitely like social commentary probably a lot more than Steve does. Um, I thought I thought they did a really good job. Right? I thought Source Walter did a really good job writing it. Um, it does bounce a little bit back and forth between Homer and Marge and all that kind of stuff towards the end. Um, but I think the, I think the message, um, that source folder put into the episode is pretty good. I obviously don't agree with the, the two people from the NRA that said this was politically ambiguous. Um, and I don't think the plot really dragged anywhere. I thought the play, plot made sense. Something bad happened. Homer's like, you know, Homer and Marge, like we need to protect our family. Homer thought a gun was a solution, but it's Homer, so it's a terrible solution. Um, yeah. And as we all know, Homer 
Homer has a tendency to not do good things. No. So, um, but, but he almost it, took it too far. Like the gosh, the gun opening. I mean, the TV part was fine. Him turning on the TV, I think, was funnier than the the opening the the beer but he, can. But here's the, the thing: people do stupid shit with guns all the time, all of the time. And I guarantee you, somebody has tried to open their beer with a gun. <laughs> I I would not put it past Americans in this country to actually try that. Yeah. So, um, however, it is not at the tier of a five. I'm going four mm, sprinkles. I I did enjoy it. I thought there was some pretty funny stuff. Uh, I did like the soccer stuff. Um, I did I did like the couple of the twists with. Homer getting to the gun store early only to having to use the bathroom. <laughs> uh, I like the callbacks to like who, who shot Mr. Burns and using Homer's, you know, history and the background check. And, um, yes. I mean, I, those, those I, once, sort of once things again, are... Once again, the Simpsons calling me out on, what was it, the first or second episode we ever did saying they didn't do continuity? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> like, there's certain things, and we're obviously on season nine, there's certain things that they still do. And it, it, it's going to suck when we get to those seasons where you're like, well, this is clearly not in continuity to what we've seen yeah. before. And you're like, they changed it just for the plot of the story. Why? Correct. Like, what's the point yeah. of that? Well, it's so, like well, that. Well, it's like that one episode in like season 33 where they had Homer growing up in the nineties. Exactly. Like, so, but that's um, far but, down the road. We'll yeah. we'll get to that when but we get no, there. But no, I I enjoyed this episode. I I liked it. So for sprinkles. All right. So let's finish it off with our character profile. And this week we have Gun Salesman. That's and, his name. Yep. By next week, I'll know who this guy is. I'm going to look it up. So uh, place of business, bloodbath, and beyond gun shop. <laughs> I love uh, it. I, I love how we forgot to mention that that was like a... Uh, knockoff of Bed, Bed, Beth and Beyond. <laughs> but great name for a shop. I absolutely love yeah. it. Uh, gun accessories he sells. Pulsar, Bandolier, Silencer, Loudener, Speedcocker, <laughs> and a special attachment that enables the owner to shoot down police helicopters. So a rocket launcher? But it, you know, it's an attachment to the gun. Yeah, a rocket launcher that attaches to the gun. But it doesn't shoot rockets. It's a it's a pistol. I don't know. Uh, examples of calmness. Doesn't react strongly to Homer repeatedly firing an unloaded gun in his face <laughs> and shrugs off Homer's threat on his life. Yeah, he's probably been threatened before. He owns a gun shop. Exactly. Claim to fame? Caused Homer to continuous, continually grumble and murmur for hours straight. <laughs> An example of... Uh, Integrity allows potentially dangerous gun applicants to buy only three handguns. I don't know. Well, I guess I guess if the law allows. Yeah, if the law allows it. But Homer only needed one gun. That's good. Yeah. He only bought one. Um, so let's finish it off with where you can find us. Uh you can find us on all of our all of the podcasting platforms. Um, but if you listen on Spotify, make sure to follow you listen on uh, apple music make sure to rate and review us that would be great um if you listen on youtube uh we're on youtube music so you can just listen to our podcast on there but if you listen on the video side of it make sure to comment like subscribe um and let us know your comments on our uh, episodes on there 
You can find us on social media, on Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod, and on Facebook, The Simpsons Did It Podcast. Um, you can uh, leave us some feedback by email, thesimpsonsdidipod at gmail.com. And you can also give us a phone call, and we have an amazing voicemail message by Jaden LeBron at 612-584-0986. So until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. And I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It.